What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Extra Point Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. As always, your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones, and we have a lot to get to. The NBA Finals, not tied up. The Warriors made it 3-2 with their win over the Raptors last night, but not without a big loss. They lost Kevin Durant, and the basketball world likely lost Kevin Durant for the next year. Dave? Your feelings on losing your potential superstar for the next year? I mean, it's 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 almost expected. Like the one time in our fucking in my life that arguably the best player on the planet was going to choose to come to us just because of where we were playing. That's it. We're the worst team in basketball, and he was still going to come and play basketball with us because of where we play. And of course, done for the year. Could not could not have been a worse turnout. And we don't even know if it's going to be in an effort for a win for the Warriors. You know, like, just, you know, you can always, it's always, you know, Monday morning quarterback, but why why was Rich Kleinman not there? Like, this is, all, this offseason was his whole master plan. Why was he not there to say no? Like, you're not doing it. And I don't know, obviously we don't know. But we don't know what went into the decision, who was in KD's ear. We don't know what each side of the equation, as in the Warriors, KD, Kleinman, and and whoever, family, friends. We don't know what any of them were saying to him. But at the end of the day, like, you, you gotta, like, especially with that, it's not like the dude was, like, messing with, like, a, you know, like, Looney, where he was messing with, like, a, a shoulder or, like, a chest thing or, like, a collarbone, like... Okay, you re-injure that, and like, you know, it is what it is. It's an injury you can recover from over the off season. The fact that you had a strained calf, which I don't know if I'm necessarily believing that in the first place. It might have been a strained Achilles, um, and to just know that the the worst case scenario is your entire off season that you've been planning for for over a year and setting up off the court like is just done in like the blink of an eye it's done now who knows his future is completely uncertain who knows if a second star would even want to come to new york with him if he does sign there who knows what the knicks are thinking you know i mean uh, you know guys know i'm in the belief that durant to the knicks has been in place for months back channel wise in terms of you know climbing and all them talking but even if it's if it's not then this could change everything. I mean, it's conceivable the Knicks don't get anybody. Because they've already said they're not going to waste money on second tier. Like, they're not going to sign Middleton and Tobias. They're, or Terry Rozier and, and you know, Tobias. Like, they they are only going to sign Kyrie, K- KD, K- Kawhi, Kemba, uh, maybe Clay Thompson. Outside of that, they got no interest. They've already said they'll they'll hand out massive one-year contracts to fill the cap and reset next year. So who is going to be available come next summer? Because now you know. Well, that's the problem. No one. He's missing the entire. Oh, no one is? No one. Anthony Davis, if he doesn't get traded to the Lakers, which reports today say that 
they expect it to be done by next week. Well, here's the thing: who's does it, does this eliminate anyone's interest of you? I mean, obviously, it doesn't eliminate Golden State. Gold. There's four players you have for Kevin Durant: the Warriors, the Clippers, the Nets, and the Knicks. Those are those are the only four serious contenders that I see. Would any of these teams say no? I'm out because this. I've heard, according to Stephen A. Smith, that Kyrie has been trying to pursue Kevin Durant pre-injury to come to the Nets. You know, it's you know it's, it's now that they have the two max spots. You know, we didn't we weren't on air um, that they did the Allen Crab trade, so now they have the two max spots that they can or one with. D'Angelo Russell on one. So does this affect the Nets' pursuit at all, or Kyrie's pursuit? Um, I, I I don't know. I don't. Do I, don't I, I never I, I never, um, um, never thought never that Kyrie never thought that KD was a threat to go to the Nets. Ever since KD, ever since October last October, when first reports came out that Kyrie uh, KD the Knicks could convince KD to leave, it was tied. KD was tied. To Madison Square Garden and the New York Knicks. It was not New York. It was not, you know, he wants to be on the East Coast. He wa- it was to the New York Knicks. They, they, people were very specific about that. And that's how it's maintained the entire year. It wasn't until a week ago that we started hearing that Kyrie might want to go to Brooklyn and Kyrie might want to, er, Kyrie's trying to get Durant to join him in Brooklyn. But in those same in that same day, Woj reported that Kyrie, yes, is trying to get KD to go to Brooklyn. But at the end of the day, KD would rather go to New York, and if KD puts, he's the alpha dog, and if he puts his foot down, Kyrie will most likely follow him, or he'll go another route and find another player. I just yeah, no, I, I for sure believe KD wants to go to the Knicks over the Nets. I think, I, I, I think the only factor is how stubborn and how persistent is Kyrie in wanting the Nets over the Knicks now, which is a new thing. Um, obviously, because they didn't know it was possible. But you know, Kyrie, Kyrie has a bit of an alpha in him the past couple of years. I, I mean, is he gonna just go to the Nets regardless? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't think anyone what really I, knows what I. Kyrie's I mean, I think is. I think he totally could, and I think it would be. A, I don't think it would be a smart move to go to to go to uh, the Nets by yourself over the Knicks with another star. I mean, whether I, I would imagine they, the Nets would get someone else too, whether it be a Tobias Harris. I don't think a D'Angelo Russell works with a Kyrie Irving and then Taris LeVert, Dinwiddie, Joe Harris, way too many guards. And then you have, you know, you know, you have Jared Allen and then the newly acquired Torian Prince, who's a nice young uh, wing, but nothing, you know, nothing, no superstar at all. No, no stud. So, um, I, I don't know. I think I think Kyrie's the you know the um, the element we don't really know. I think that, I think gonna... they're I think they're both stubborn, and I think they're both going to want their way. If assuming these reports are are both true, but at the end of the day, I think I don't think I think there's a zero percent chance KD budges for Kyrie, and I think there's a, a actual chance that Kyrie budges for KD. Let, let's say Kyrie goes to the Nets. He signs with the Nets. Okay. Who? Who else realistically would Kevin Durant team up with in New York in Madison Square Garden? Square Garden with that person knowing Kevin Durant will be on the pine for the next year and maybe not be the Kevin Durant we know him to be. I think he'll be fine, but you know he's not going to get better from this. 
I think I think Jimmy or Kawhi. I think those are the only other options. I think, I think from I think, I think, see, from I, I'm not saying necessarily from the players' standpoint, but I don't think the Knicks will consider anyone else. The Knicks aren't going to be like, yeah, hey, you don't think they'll consider Kemba Walker? No, yeah, he he was in that. Uh, sorry, I, I should have mentioned it, but he he was in. He's part of that five players they would consider. I think they would consider Clay too, but I don't think Clay's. Right, there. we we all we it's a yeah. half foregone conclusion. Clay staying at this point. Yeah, so, agreed. Yeah, so I I mean I, I think I I don't you know Kemba's obviously older, but I'm saying if 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 Kyrie won't budge, I mean, and we're and you're looking for a point guard. Um, I I Kemba's definitely the guy. Kawhi. Nets, Knicks might be third, you know. Um, Knicks might be third on the list, but I, I, I think Kawhi's either, you know, staying in Toronto or set on mostly set on the Clippers. So, don't know how realistic that is. The only uh, reason I still think the Knicks are in the conversation for Kawhi is one because Uncle Dennis, who's the only person who Kawhi listens to or ha- at all in any way, is when he before he got traded to Toronto wanted him in New York. And two, Chris Carter said that, who's also connected to Kawhi, said that it was a possibility him and Durant teamed up. Mind you, this is before the Durant injury. And even with those two things, I still agree with you that the Knicks are probably third in that race. But I also do think Kawhi, Kawhi, I would, if I had to guess, is leaning probably heavily towards the Clippers. But I do not think he's made up his mind yet, whereas I... I'm pretty confident Durant has made up his mind made up his mind a year ago and has been slowly putting it in the works since. Yeah, um, that's that's probably true. And then you and then and then you have Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler would be an interesting option in New York. Uh, you know, a two way player. Fans would um, love Jimmy, but he's he's no, old they, too. He's old too. He's thirty. He's gonna be thirty one, I think, by the start of next season. Love, they would love him. Yeah, he yeah. What is thirty one? I think he will be by the time, uh, and, they, and they, he said he'll be retired by the time he's thirty-five. And you'd have a surplus of, you'd have a surplus of wings at, you know, wings at that point. You know, you'd have you know, Durant, uh, Barrett, and, and Jimmy, and no real bona fide point guard. So uh, I think the Kemba Kyrie route makes more sense, unless you're getting a player like a Kawhi Leonard, which is a top three player to go with. Yeah, Kemba I agree. Durant, a top three player, then it goes out the window. But Jimmy's in the top. Jimmy's in the 15 15-ish range and um so Jimmy would be loved by the fans but schematically might not make a ton of sense to win a championship um but yeah but hey speaking of winning championships let's get back to the series right now cuz we're going to have time to talk about this in the dog days of summer coming up more that's but true we're going to have a have, fucking whole couple episodes had, about that had to talk about it tonight but the Warriors, can they do this? Can they win two in a row? They have the home game coming up, but Toronto won both games in Golden State previously. So, what do you what do you guys think? You think that they can pull this off, or do you think it, it's only a matter of time before the Raptors close this out? I mean, could they? Uh, yeah, yeah, they 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 could. Of course, I mean, of course, they've come back. But will they? I I really I really do not think they will. Things to consider. Just quick tidbits to consider. They were up eight when Ke- I mean we saw them with Kevin Durant. They were a totally different team for those you know twelve minutes he was on the floor. They were up eight when Kevin Durant left, and they won by one. So you know if Kevin Durant doesn't play, they probably lose that game. And what do you have? Eleven, twelve points. Yeah, 
He had yeah, 11 yeah. or 12 points. They, they probably lose that game if, if Kevin Durant doesn't play. You know, it wouldn't work out the same exact way, but, you know, they were a net plus seven once Durant left. So, you know, like you said, they have one on the road. They've already won twice in Golden State. Only one team has won a, a road game. Only there's only been one home team to win a game, and that's Toronto in game one. So a, a home court doesn't seem to have a lot. If it does go back to game seven, you know, they say anything can happen in game seven. But three the three cracks, this will be the second crack against Golden State. Um, I think we can all see uh, that the Raptors are the better team without when when the uh, Warriors do not have Kevin Durant and they have a banged up Kevon Looney. Iguodala was uh, banged up. Um, no one really played great for them. Role players, the, the the Raptors always need, they have Leonard who had a bad game until late, and then they need one or two other guys to step up, whether it's a Siakam and a Ibaka, a Lowry and a Gasol Weather. They need one or two guys to step up, and when that happens, they win. And they have a bunch of bunch of group of characters, to Fred Van Vliet. They, they were all okay. No one was really great, and, and Durant really shut down Siakam very, very well down low so he was a non-factor so i mean 538 gives them an 80 percent chance to win the series i think that's very fair um i think they get it done in oracle uh, you know they'll have the moment obviously it'll be their last game in oracle but it's still so draining and deflating the kevin durant injury um and toronto just didn't have a sense of urgency once he left the game it seemed like he, they didn't have a sense of urgency at all in that game, I felt like, until late. So I, I expect them to have much more um, urgency and, and realize we need to close this shit done. That's that's just what I think. I'll think they'll get it done. Yeah, I mean, if they win if they win six, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be tough. I don't know. Um, I, think, I think there's more. In, it's like the Warriors. Like, it, this is exactly how it felt. When Golden State lost to Cleveland, it was like, okay, yeah, like, whatever Draymond's out, they're going to fucking destroy them. And then they lost five. And then, you know, it was kind of the same thing in six. Like, yeah, okay, that was, like, cute little win. Like, now now they got to take care of. But and the difference then, in that is they lost game, Draymond Green because that's suspension for game six. And uh, so the Cavs had an advantage. In this case, you're losing Kevin Durant. No, Durant, yet, Green, and, was, Green was game five. Suspend. He was game suspended for game five. No, it was it was game six. Telling you game five. I'm positive it's game six. I got, Let's we got, see. We got to look it up. Let's look it up. It happened in game five. He was suspended for game six. Do I don't know. Have, do we have a Do we have a look up on that, Tommy? I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I could have sworn. Wait, who is saying what? Who is saying what? I'm uh, saying that Draymond Green stepped over LeBron in Game Five and was suspended for Game Six. I'm saying suspended Game Five. And, and Jones is right. Wow. So, yeah. so the so the Cavs, so the Cavs, so they they won Game Five on the road and then won Game Six at home. Correct. Same okay. same yeah, setup the Warriors have. I stand corrected. I mean, I shouldn't have been that confident. I was, I was, I was in Coastal Carolina anyway for those those days. It's all. <laughs> I don't know why I was so confident? I me just and, me and Steve were just talking about that, that little expedition you took to Coastal Carolina. No, no, this is a different one. This was oh, a different Jesus. one. Oh well. Anyways, this, this was a different one. A big thing 
there that we saw, though, at the end of Game 5 was Kyle Lowry with the ball in his hands, unable to win the series. I mean, you saw what Kawhi didn't have a shot, pass it to Van Vliet, and then they dump it to the corner to Lowry because Van Vliet was pretty well defended. And then, I mean, Lowry was well defended, but, I mean, that was a pretty horrible shot. Draymond got a piece of it. Yeah, Dray, that's the thing no one's talking about. Draymond got a piece of it. People were yeah. talking about like that this was the worst shot ever. Draymond got a piece of it, and 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 he got the ball with half a second to go or one second to go. If you if Kawhi had to get rid of the ball, Fred Van Vliet is the one that messed up. In addition to Nick Nurse, you get the ball with five seconds to go, you have to make something happen. You cannot pass it and and have someone with under three seconds try and make something happen when you're down. Yeah, why, uh, why was that? Did they not have a timeout? Why did they not call a timeout? I, I don't know. Nick Nurse was not his uh, sharpest game as a coach. He's coached brilliantly this postseason and finals. Not his, not, they did have a timeout, though. They should have called a timeout right when Kawhi gets doubled. If you don't like it, call a timeout. You have six, sec- six seconds left. But if you're Fred Van Vliet in that play, that Iguodala did a great job um, coming up on the left side. If you're Fred Van Vliet, all you need to do is drive in and pull up for a mid-range. Maybe it's not his, it's not his go-to, but at least got a 14-16. You can't give the ball to a guy on, on the wing where he's not an exceptional shooter. Um, with a second left and Draymond, one of the best defenders of our generation, uh, on him. I mean, I just don't... And maybe if you drive, if you're Fred Van Vliet, maybe Draymond helps thinking he, he will get the last thing and you, and you could kick out the last second and he'll get a more open shot. I just... Fred Van Vliet did nothing with it. He just... He dribbled forward and then back, and then I don't know what the hell that was. He's a high IQ player, but really didn't. And, and Nick Nurse called the timeout with three minutes left, stopping the momentum. I, I I get the angle. I don't agree with it. Killed the momentum, but they were tired. The other team's tired too, though. But but really, like Jones is saying, the lack of calling a timeout there, I think, is the, the bigger missed call there. And some um, coaches are just like that. They're like, yep, yeah, I let my guys play at the end. Like Roy Williams yeah. does that in college all the time. And it's just like, I get that, but when you got a shot to win the NBA Finals, you're telling me you don't want 60 seconds to talk to your team to draw up a play that if it's if successful, you guys are raising the trophy that night? Take a little fucking minute to think about what you're going to do. You know, and, this, and this ain't the Drew League. Yeah, I was going to say, that's literally the difference between a coach who's been in the NBA for years and then someone who came up from the from the developmental league for fucking the first season and is in his first NBA finals in that first season. That's the difference right there. Cause you know, Kerr would have been calling a timeout. Yeah. They only had one timeout left. The Warriors only had one timeout left. So using that timeout with three minutes to go, it, it, it's more of a benefit to the Warriors because they have a dearth of timeouts. They don't have timeouts to utilize. So, I mean, it really, I mean, looking at it from their point of view, it's, it kills the momentum. It gives us a rest Sure, it gives Toronto a rest, but you don't. I, I mean, it, it, it was essentially a second timeout for them, and they were never going to. You're, you're never going to use that timeout if you're the Warriors because you know if it's tied or it's last possession, you need to advance the ball. So they really didn't have any timeouts the last two and a half minutes, other because you want you need at least one time in the last 20, 30 seconds. So um, I'm sure he regrets it. He's not going to admit it. Uh, but he's a great coach. I, I don't think anyone can question his 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 decisions. Putting in Fred Van Vliet starting the second half over uh, over Danny Green to match up with Curry. 
Um, even the boxing one has worked as as elementary as it is. He he's pushed all the right buttons. He did that night. I, I'm sure he'll be he'll be better in Game Six. Yeah, well, let's uh let's defend the wall. We haven't done that in a couple weeks, but so we all agree that the Raptors are going to win this series. Yes. No, Dave doesn't think so. But Dave's a Warriors fan until he dies because the Knicks. Suck. Is Dave shaking his head? <laughs> Dave shook his head. No, we're just gonna go with Dave picks the Warriors. Me and Sully pick the Raptors. We'll come back to this next week. I but put I put money play? on the Warriors and they were down three one. Ooh, what was it at? Five fifty. Ooh, that's pretty good. Oh, and there's a home run. Is that Carlos Gomez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the doubleheader of the Subway Series today. But who wants to go first? I only got one for each of you. It was kind of a tough week to come up with shit. I'll go. Give me B. All right. Oh, Sully, I don't know how much you know about this. But after today, we have to talk about it after how they performed today. But the U.S. Women's National Team is going to win the World Cup. Oh, I mean, I'm 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 no genius about when it comes to Women's World Cup. But, I mean, they won 13 nothing today. I, I mean, they set a record today over who was it? It was a Thailand. They had 40 shots on goal. I have some stats here. Had 78% or 72% possession, time <laughs> possession. I mean, I have some I have some stats here. And the most important, I'll get. let me give you two words why they're going to win. Alex Morgan. Look at her, and that's why they'll win. I mean, she's just gorgeous. Look at her. Her shot's gorgeous. Everything about her is perfect. I mean, that's all I need to know. Is Alex Morgan? That's it. I'm yeah. ending it with her. That's that's totally acceptable. That yeah. is. All right, Dave. This injury is going to have a negative impact on Kevin Durant's free agency. Um. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty simple. Um. You know, if you're in the camp that he doesn't he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, or teams don't know what he's doing, whatever he's undecided, then you have to assume that there's at least one or two teams that are that are now out of the running. Um, the fact remains, he's he's more than likely going to be out, you know, nine to twelve months, um, and that's that's the the terribleness of the Achilles. Um, and you know, beyond the teams that might be interested, you have to look at the money they'd be willing to throw down. Does that take a max contract off the table? Uh, maybe you, maybe you have to. Maybe he's forced to t- pick up his option in Golden State. Um, but at the same time, even if he signs a max contract outside of Golden State, he's going to get a raise this year because of, you know just re-upping in year over year. Um, I believe he's at thirty-one on his option and a little over thirty-two or thirty-three on his on his four-year deal. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're talking about arguably the worst injury a basketball player can sustain. Uh, Durant's not old, but he's certainly not young. Uh, he's gonna, he's 30 years old on the dot. Um, you know, Dominique Wilkins came back the year after a torn Achilles and averaged 30 a game and he was 32. Uh, Kobe came back, wasn't the same player at 35. Granted he was 35. Um, so I mean, it's going to be, people are going to be weary and it might cost them a little bit, um, you know, in terms of a total contract, but at the end of the day, whether it's the Knicks or whether it's you know the Nets or the Clippers, um, someone's going to give him a max deal. It's just going to happen, um, and 
You know, it, it might hurt him off the court, though. You know, he's going to be a year out of the spotlight, a year that he's not on the court in his new big market, whether that's New York or L.A. Um, and, you know, that's that's going to be that's going to affect his wallet on the outside because, you know, damn well, he was looking at plenty of endorsements deals, whether he ended up in New York or L.A., any of the four teams. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I think next year is going to be a very bad year. First year since he came into the league that we're not going to have Kevin Durant. So that's that's never a great thing. What was the year? What did he get hurt? He got hurt one year with the Thunder when it, he missed like 50 or 60 games. And Yeah, and he had a weird injury. I'm trying to think of it. Um, he missed like a lot of time. It was like a hip or something. That's the one... That's the one year they missed the playoffs, the Thunder. Yeah. When they had him. Yeah. They missed by a game, I think, to the Phoenix Suns, I want to say. Yeah, I think it was the year before the year they lost to the Warriors 3 1. No, I think it was I think it was earlier than that, honestly. I think it may It was after they went to the finals, and it was after his MVP, so it had to be fourteen, fifteen, or sixteen. Or sorry. Um, I, I think it was 13 or 14 it was let's uh it was 2014 okay yeah 27 games okay so then the following year he won the mvp right in 15 the following no the year before he won the mvp oh in 12 the year they went to the finals in 13 they he won the mvp and 15 is his last year there when when they lost to the warriors 3-1 and they blew the 3-1 lead Okay. So right. it was in between the year he won the MVP and 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 when they they blew the three one lead to the Warriors. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was a foot injury. Was yeah? Was, was it a plantar fasciitis thing or something? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Okay, that sounds familiar now. Um. Yeah. But yeah. Again, this is going to be like a. I mean, happened in the finals a year. It's we're not seeing Kevin Durant next season. <laughs> well, I mean, he might make it back for the finals when the Knicks are playing. That is true. Very true, Dave. Good point. How could I be so stupid? Yeah. But Sorry, another I got finals you. That, another finals that is still going on that will wrap up tomorrow night for sure. Stanley Cup finals. Bruins win 5-1 on the road in Game 6 to force Game 7. The Cup will be in the building in Boston for the second time since 2013. Last time, they lost in Game 6 to the Blackhawks in pretty devastating fashion. Allowed two goals in the last three minutes. Lost the game. Blackhawks raise the cup. But tomorrow, I am guaranteeing that the Bruins will win this game. Wow. It's going to be a close one, but the Bruins are going to win this game by one goal, and it's going to come either in the third period or overtime, and they're going to pull it off and bring the cup back to Boston. I'm calling it right now. Tommy Bunn's rubber stamping it. What, what, Lock it. What, what are you calling the score? 3-2. Oh, so predictable. Three. It's going to be 3-2. It's going to be... Because the game gone seven happened. to six, make it. Interesting. I know, but Tuka Rask. Here's another thing: win or lose, Tuka Rask might still win the Consumites. He has been fucking phenomenal. He has not he had has a bad been. game the entire. If the Blues win, it's going to go to Tarasenko, though. That is true. That's true. But Tuka Rask will get some serious consideration. Oh, he, for sure. He has played his ass off. He's a favorite to win it right now. Yeah, but also like. How about the both the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup teams just not trying to win on their home court or home ice? Yeah, seriously. Like what? I, I can't remember like this much road winning in in a finals. 
Yeah, it's quite odd. How many, um, what, the Bruins won one home game and the Blues won one home game, right? Correct. Yes. Correct. They each won one, so in the, in the matter of the combined two and 11 home games in the two uh, play, finals, there's been three home wins out of 11 tries. That's awful. Yeah. It's yeah, it's not great. It's not great at all. But, I, yeah, I think the Bruins, I think they get it done the experience. I mean, they have six players who won the Cup and, and were there again for the 13 series. So I, I think the experience is going to outweigh. The first line and Tukarask play out of their ass in elimination games, as we've seen. So I think, I think they're going to – experience is going to come through here and they're going to be able to do it. Plus, I mean, the Blues have never won, so – they didn't win it at home. Well, they—I mean—you you, got to talk about the the curse of uh, the the advertisements. Yeah. Well, you know, that whole thing is is total is total BS. I, I, I mean, it's people get so offended by that, and um, I don't know. You know, I don't I don't understand why people throw Barstool's logo on a flag and people get pissed. No, and, I'm talking about uh, the Blues. They ran the four-page... Oh, 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 yes. I thought you meant when Barstool did the towel. Oh, yeah, don't even get don't... me started on that. It's a fucking... If you're mad about Barstool having the towels, go fuck yourself. Yeah, but no, yeah, good point, though, you bring up. The Blues, St. Louis ran ad, ran the ad, not, the, even, not even the ads, they ran the news stories on their paper's website. Yeah, the, the, the digital of, edition got the, it. Got all they, the ads. They even ran a fucking enterprise ad with it in it. Yeah, that's that, that's just not good. That's no good. That that's that's bad news. You can't win after you do that. And that well, wasn't even before game seven. It was before game six. Hey, when the Patriots lost to the Giants the first time at two o'clock in the afternoon, the day of the Super Bowl, they ran the championship apparel apparel commercial by accident. And I'm like, get all your Super Bowl Patriots championship apparel at Bob's or Dick's or whatever. And I looked at my friend and I said, we're not going to win. I was like, that's it. I was like, you can't do that shit accidentally before. And I'm sure no one saw it. You know what I mean? But I saw it. Yeah. And it happened. And we all know what happened in that Super Bowl. So you make bring No, why don't, really you, why don't you remind us what happened? Yeah, you know, we all know. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, no, I think I think the Bruins take this one. But another big thing that's going in Boston's favor, they've got a big reason to go win a championship and bring some pride back into the city because fucking David Ortiz was shot. Yeah, what a what a fucking event that was. Like that came out of not nowhere. Even, not even just shot. Someone tried to execute him. Yeah. Also, like, like, if you're paid to execute David Ortiz, how are you not executing him from four feet away when he's not looking? Like, you seen the yeah. video? The dude's right behind him, and he's, like, yeah. not, like, what do you, how do you, uh, you know, obviously I have no experience in, in, in assassination attempts, but, like, I feel like if you're, you know, for hire in that type of area from five feet away, you should probably be able to get the job done. Apparently... Did you guys hear the reason behind it? Apparently, if that's the reason, yeah. yeah I mean, please for the for idiot, the listeners, the tell reason. us the reason. But yeah, that- apparently, a drug lord took out the hit on him because Dave Ortiz was sleeping with his wife. Yeah, I mean, you're the dumbest person in the world. Dave I mean, Ortiz. we don't know if it's true, but it, it certainly you know provides a motive. And I, I mean, yeah, it's literally the dumbest person on earth. 
And I'm glad he's okay, but if that's true, I don't feel bad for him because you literally you you, you made your own bed there. I mean, and it's not like you're you're just like banging some dude's wife, like some, you know, regular 9 to 5 guy who just like went nuts because you were banging his wife and like, you know, took the gun out of the safe at home and like had a mental breakdown like no, you're you're dealing with a guy who probably kills people all the time. And doesn't give a fuck, and the laws aren't a thing for him. Like he clearly, there's reports of him paying the police to help with it, to help out with it. Yeah, Just, it was two off-duty police officers that he he took to do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Thank God he seems all right. I mean, they flew him. The Red Sox sent their plane down to fly him back up to Boston after he had his initial surgery. In the Dominican, he had another surgery, and apparently today he was walking in the hospital, so things are looking good. That's good. That's, that's... Yeah, I mean, that that was honestly, it was a crazy thing because it happened during Game 6 of the Stanley Cup. It, news came out like the second period, I think. And it was just like, it kind of like threw everything for a loop there, kind of split the attention. But luckily, like we said, he seems like he's going to be okay. Um that would have been a crazy loss for the city. I would not be surprised, but I also would be surprised. You know, I had like the banner captains at the games, like someone waving the flag. Like, I would not be surprised if somehow he pulled it off and got to the garden and was waving a flag. I'll there. tell you. I'll tell you right now. They're gonna. They're gonna Skype him in. Oh, for sure. And or this is what's gonna happen. They're gonna bring up Brady in. A David Ortiz jersey to do it. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> that would be good. I I don't know. I think if you could get him, like Skype him in, and just have that view of him, like wherever he is at home or in the hospital or whatever. Just he's all he's gotta do is say one word, and it's fucking game yep. over in that city. Yep, it's done. I, I I would be very scared if I was the Blues. Um, another thing that we found out today, though. The Raiders are going to be on Hard Knocks. That is going to be awesome. Well, I, I was provided it, some fake news. Someone told me it was the Lions. Where? No, yeah, it like, is the, officially oh, the Raiders. Oh, yeah, it's officially yeah, the I, Raiders. Yeah, I believe it. But wait, were they were they like the contend other competition for it or something? There, Why there's, would someone? Well, you can't. There's three. There's certain qualifications. I'm gonna look them up right now. I forget. But the, you cannot. You don't have a choice. Basically, if the NFL says you're doing hard knocks, you're doing it. Um, you, you can't have been like a playoff team in the last two seasons. You can't have a new head coach or a rookie yep. head coach. It's either a new head coach or a rookie head coach. I think it might be a, a new head coach. And then you can't have done it in the last like four years or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's like – it's like basically at the end of the day, there was I think five teams that were in the running. It was like the Redskins, the – the Raiders, the Giants, the Lions, and someone else. I can't remember the fifth team. Um, but there was five well, teams. Well, that... the Raiders were the clear choice, though. Yeah, yeah. They are they are a dumpster fire waiting to happen. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. And they've got AB, which is going to be they have, so... But, but oddly, I'm not saying they're going to be good. I, I think they're going to be a mess. But they have a lot of talent on – they kind of have a lot of talent on defense. In a weird way. They added Brandon Marshall, the linebacker. They added Jamarcus Joyner. They added Vontez Burfitt. They have a lot of really talented players. Not that they're not. 
it's not the whole, you know, they don't have the depth, but, you know, they have some guys that have made some pro bowlers, pro bowls. So, um, you know, you know, who knows? Maybe they could win more games than we think. Maybe, you know, with Antonio Brown, they lost Jared Cook, which is a, a big loss. He was their best offensive player. You know, they got, you know, they got the uh, running back from Alabama. So they have talent. But, yeah, I mean, it just, it seems like the Raiders have no plan. It seems like they're just half, you know, like a half-assed rebuild. Like, like getting young, they don't sign Khalil Mack, and then they're signing older players and giving players like Antonio Brown Divas money. It doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's, I, I'm just excited. I mean, Gruden's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I I'm a big Gruden fan. I, I I think I think Brown will have a huge year, but I mean I think there will be many issues between him, Carr, and Gruden that trio, uh, especially when they're getting their ass kicked. And if he's not getting twenty targets a game, he's if, a little. If only they still had Marshawn. Oh yeah, I, I mean Marshawn's so old. I feel like Marshawn, yeah. like Marshawn, is one of those guys. Like he, he's like. Yeah, he did, like, you know, funny shit, but, like, I don't think he was ever, like, detrimental to the team, whereas, like, someone like Antonio Brown is actually detrimental to the team. Oh, yeah, Marshawn just does things his way, and I feel like people are accustomed to it. I also feel like Marshawn, like, if Antonio Brown stepped out of line at all, Marshawn would be, like, just, you know, cut the shit. My lasting memory of Marshawn Lynch, um, you know, obviously, like, my last memory of him will be when he when they um, were kicking the shit out of uh, the Jets up up two zero when he was just going up and down you know rocking out after he scored when they were up like a million with his hair and his dreads just going nuts on the sidelines and then you know and then they obviously I think it was it was it two years ago and then they just completely fell apart and lost like tons of games after that. Yeah. Oh, the beast. I mean, do we Hall of Famer? Marshawn Lynch, Hall of Famer? Yes. Mm, I think yes. I lean I think I lean towards no. I I think how could he not be the seasons he had? Well, I mean he doesn't eat I mean he doesn't have the um the yeah, enough enough yards. That would that would be and he had he had some injuries and some suspensions early on in his career with the Buffalo Bills. That's true. I forgot about this time. He, I, well, no, he has a lot of rushing. He has ten thousand three hundred seventy nine yards and eighty four touchdowns. I stand corrected. I'd say he's in. That's that's. And I feel Super like Bowl. ten thousand, and you're in as a running back and eighty touchdowns. I didn't think he'd have that many. And, and only in, um, what ten years, eleven years, um, well. 12 years. 148 games and he had 10,000 yards. That's pretty fucking crazy. I, I feel like I, now that I think about it and he won a Super Bowl, now that I think about it, he's such a well-liked player and he wasn't a well-liked guy early on in his career with Bills because he, he got in trouble and shit. But I feel like he's such a well-liked player it'll help get him in. Only eight guys a year. It, you know, it, it's, it's, it's tough and there's been a lot of good running backs of late. I mean, you know, you have a guy like Frank Gore. He might not even get in on the first ballot because he never had spectacular numbers um, in the year. But he's just the the epitome of consistency. What is he, third all-time, fourth all-time? But I could see a guy like Frank Gore not even getting in first ballot because he was never dominant. He's just so consistent, which is great, and I love Frank Gore. But um, I don't know. It's weird. You know, these... 
a lot of like I'm, you know, he passed Curtis Martin for fourth on the list. You know, I, yeah, so he's like, I think he's third now, or no, he no, he is fourth now. So it's well, he's playing right again this year. He's, he's playing Buffalo, right? with the Bills. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, he's thirty six and he's a running back. And he's still yeah, playing. he's probably going to so have you know two hundred and fifty yards on the season, but I mean, people have been saying that for a while though, and he's still putting up five, six, seven hundred yards a year. I I mean he's got you got to expect him to release Shady I'm assuming because they also signed Yeldon right did they I know they got like three or four running back like running backs who have started yeah before. yeah he is he is but Yeldon's more of a, a pass a pass catching running back he's not really I think of him as that I feel like he'll be more of a, a third down back I mean Lashawn McCoy what is he at this point in his career I I don't know. Gore last year had 722 yards. The year before, yeah. 961. And the year before that, he broke 1,000. Yeah, incredible. I at, mean, he's, at what, 33? It's insane. Yeah, and then at 35, he had 722 yards in 14 games. Yeah, truly, truly, I mean, incre- and what did he average, like 4.3 yards per carry off the top of my head? Yeah, 4.6. 4.6, that's great. Yeah. Third, fourth highest of his career. Four or five for his career, that's also great. Um, or very good, I should say. But the guy, he just, one of the only people to beat Father's time. Like, no offense to Brady, but, like, what Brady's doing compared to, like, Gore, I think Gore is, like, miles ahead compared to for his position. Oh, I've yeah, seen, running I've back seen through. quarterbacks. I've seen Vinny Testaverde playing on, like, one leg from, like, 43 to 46 and, and being serviceable. I mean, I... There have been guys that have done it, but like I don't recall. I mean, other anyone other than maybe Emmett Smith, who is obviously you know renowned as possibly one of the best, if not best, running back of all time. Um, it, it's just, it is crazy. I don't know how we started talking about Frank Gore, but <laughs> oh, oh wait, I know one other thing we need to talk about. How about Justin Bieber challenging Tom Cruise to an MMA fight? I'm on Team Bieber. Yo, how? What? Yeah, what? First of all, what? Second well, of all, I, I'm just saying I want him to. I'm just ever since Justin Bieber came out against the the child porn, all the fucked up shit. I've been Team Bieber for everything. Sully, just because he doesn't like child porn, doesn't mean he's gonna beat Tom Cruise in a fight. I, 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 I'm not saying he would. I'm I'm just saying I'm on his team. I never said he would win. I don't know. What I don't know what provoked that. Like out of nowhere, he's just like. But it's clearly something. That's the thing is, ever since he said those comments, clearly Hollywood has hated him for it. He hasn't been involved in anything. Uh, I don't know what's happened. I'm sure he's gotten some shit for it, but he's been dead silent for the past two to three years, pretty much. So he, Tom Cruise, has has must have. They must have had some beef. I want to know what it is. Here's the thing. Right after he did that, then Conor McGregor called out Mark Wahlberg, (laughs) which is like obviously Conor McGregor would fuck Mark Wahlberg up. Wait, what? I I, I heard Conor McGregor said that he would uh, pay for it and host it or whatever, or he would host it and shit. Yeah, and then then he said he would fight Mark Wahlberg on the same card. Why would he do that? Well, here's my thing. What if, like, okay, what if Tom Cruise... Conor McGregor and Mark Wahlberg are all going to be in some action movie, and Justin Bieber's doing the soundtrack, and this is just genius viral marketing. It's great. I mean, like, think about it. Today's world, these guys could be just, like, sitting in there, and he could have been sitting on his couch, like, yo, I'm, I'm about to fuck with 200 million people. 
Like, watch this. And he just tweets it. Like, he could have not, not talked to anyone or whatever. Like, it, it, and he just, now he's in the news for 48 hours a week. Yeah. Like, that, when you're someone yeah. like Bieber, like, anything you do out of the ordinary is, like, it's news. It's part of the news cycle. Like, but it also very could well be something like that. I mean, that's how you, that's how shit gets done. Like the, when Chance the Rapper brought back spicy nuggets, like if you think that was organic, you're a fucking idiot. You don't know how the world works these days. That was absolutely a coordinated effort with Wendy's and him. He tweeted that out. Wendy's got all the fucking publicity. Chance got a bunch of uh, fame for being the guy who brought it back. And then what do you know? As soon as the 2 million hits, he announces that the same day Spicy Nuggets return is the day his album is going to come out. That we didn't even know existed. So, you know, it's social media, you can do a lot with that type of stuff these days. And it's it's beneficial to everyone. I'm sure Wendy's was more than happy to hand over the $500,000 they paid him for that tweet. Why hasn't Tom Cruise answered, though? That's what what I'm saying. I don't think he has a Twitter. Oh, what? He doesn't? No. Break, you, you could even Tom make Brady this, got a Twitter like six weeks ago. I know you yeah. could even make you could even make this into a big charity event. Yeah, but at the end, of, like something like a UFC fight, like at the end of the day, someone's got to get their ass kicked. <laughs> you know, uh, it's not like. Uh, fight, but I'm saying you could raise money for charity. It could be as much as whatever they have beef. You mean? I mean, obviously, like the money's gonna go for charity or something. Like the money raised, I'm sure people would go to it. I'm sure people would be like, I don't see shit like this. Like this is something you never see. Like. Uh, Fucking fifty-six-year-old and fucking Biebs. I, I don't know. Tom, I mean, Tom Cruise does. I know Biebs for sure got the size difference, but Tom Cruise does all his own stunts. And if you don't think he's at least moderately trained in some form of of martial arts, then, I'm sure he, you he know. is. Which, which I mean, I, I just need to hear from his camp. I just need to hear something. I need to hear him. I, I don't want him taking the high road on this. I need something. I, I mean, there's and not you many can't even like you can't even hide behind the excuse of Tom Cruise, like oh I'm like an A list guy, like beneath me. Like no, you and Bieber are both firmly planted in the A list. You guys are yeah. You guys are Hollywood titans. I just need I need I need TMZ. I need TMZ to get on this. I need them to badger him, go to his house, whatever. Why won't you answer? Put out a public statement. Do something. Someone just called you out. Called his called out his manhood. I mean like. It, it, I, I don't know. I don't know. He's got to. He's got to say something. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. We'll we'll see what it develops into. But I'm I'm with Tommy. Don't be surprised if there's some type of uh, ulterior motive down the line that that you know seems there organic. Might be. All these but people are just they're just playing us. So I, there might. That's be. how it works, man. Everyone, dude. So many people are so dumb. So many people in our country are so dumb. They're so easily fooled. Um, and that's just an easy way to do it now. And it's, it's what, it's what people like. They think it's natural. They think it's, it's cool that they saw it happen in real time. They remember the moment. They remember the conversation around it. Like it's a different way to, to get a hold of people. Yeah. Yeah, It definitely works. We need to come up with some viral marketing of our own to get people's attention. Yeah. We should just start tweeting at a bunch of people that we want to fight them and then not fight them because they'll kill us. Oh, I can do that. I'll I'll be the sacrificial lamb and I'll actually fight. I mean, I'm I'm down. I'm pretty. I got nothing to live for at this point. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, we could do it for charity. Tommy, you yeah. got the size. We, we're putting you out there. Yeah, we'll go. We'll just like we'll do some serious weight cutting. We'll get me down to like 
185. No, Tommy, I want you nice and big. I want you nice. I, I we need we need we need your size, dude. I don't want. Yeah, you no, skinny. that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna fight. We're gonna we're gonna weigh in the day before at 185. I'm gonna cut all the water weight, and then we're just gonna go back up, and I'm gonna fucking crush someone. <laughs> Tom Tom versus Tommy or Bieber versus Buns. Bieber versus Buns. That's what we need. I, I'll fight I, for that guy. I'd fight someone who I, I'm trying to think who I hate. You should fight that that Logan Paul kid who wants to get in, or Jake Paul, whoever the one is that was like, "Oh, Bieber, I'll fight you." And then this MMA fighter, this guy like Jake Paul or Logan Paul or something. I've, he, heard, I've heard of yeah, Logan they're, Paul. They're huge. Yeah, they're huge. He was huge. like, he was like, I'm gonna, I'll fight you, Bieber. He's huge. I mean, well, they're they're massive. You, I mean, they're arguably like the biggest YouTube stars on the planet. Oh, yeah. I meant like size wise. I mean, no, he's he's certainly not small. He's tall. He's tall. But he was like, oh, I'll fight you, Bieber. And then this MMA fighter, Justin Gaethje, was like, I'll fight both of you at the same time. Yeah, well, Logan Paul's done a couple of boxing matches lately like yeah. against other YouTubers, and he won. So he's kind of on his on his high horse in that in that area. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not fighting this guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, well, that's our, that's our goal for next week. We'll come this back with huge. Some, someone famous who will all fight. Or challenge who do, to who do I hate? I used to hate Justin Bieber when he was with Selena because I Selena Stars and answered answered my Instagram five years later. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Um. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I I gotta I gotta find someone who I really don't. Like. I don't really know if I like hate that many. I'll I'll fight Al Sharpton. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna break. You sneeze too hard. That dude's gonna break in half. Yeah, you're gonna t- you're gonna break him. Uh, I, I, would, oh. I would. I would get a. I would have a hit out on me quicker than Big Poppy. Oh shit. Oh, all right. Well, this has gone too far officially. That this is has gone it. real dark. <laughs> Follow us on all the socials. We'll see you next week. <laughs>